0: Welcome back to Geek Nerdery, my sometimes podcast. Whenever something uh, jumps out that I feel like needs covered, the new Justice League movie dropped... And it's I feel very divisive among nerds. So, figured I would uh, ask my good friend Noah from the Midnight Drive-In to hop on, and we're gonna talk some Justice League because I feel like we have two different two different uh, ways of looking at the movie.
1: Probably, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll
0: see. Yeah, I don't know if we're as as divided as I think we might be, but um yeah i don't know um so if you uh for some reason have avoided trailers and i don't know why you're listening to this but um of course batman is trying to gather everybody together to fight another new threat that is plaguing everybody and uh they have to come up with a way to uh stop him so he's recruiting of course wonder woman as we already knew trying to get uh, the Flash on board and Aquaman. Other people that we'll talk about in the spoiler section. So overall, what did you think of Justice League?
1: Uh, I, I have really mixed feelings about it. So, on the same page. So, so we've got... Right now, we've basically got two movies to compare it to. I'm not going to include man of Steel in that just because I think man of Steel was before they had solidified their vision for what was going to be happening. Mm-hmm. so I can't really leave it separate, but if I compare just outright Justice League versus Batman versus Superman, yeah. Justice League's way better.
0: I would agree with that.
1: Now, if I compare it to Wonder Woman, I would say Wonder Woman's better.
0: I would definitely agree with that as well.
1: By, I I would say a degree. So, so <laughs> now uh, it, 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 this isn't going to be just a hate on DC cast, although <laughs> part of part of the nerd inside me kind of wants to, you know, rail and scream and and point out every little fucking thing they did wrong. <laughs> But I don't think this deserves it, and and it's okay. I, I would say the main thing I noticed is, judging by the dialogue, the addition of uh, Joss into the, the writing and reshoots probably course-corrected a little bit and, and helped this film because a lot of the dialogue stinks of him, but sure. it's, it's some of the better parts of the movie
0: yeah uh, some of the things the big some of the big things i have problems with is storytelling and characters mm-hmm. um for me they based the flash off of jim parsons from the big bang theory <laughs> which out of me
1: so yeah. he's,
0: he's just got this quirky like and, and I wasn't sure where they were going to go with it, but when he first shows up, you know, he shows up to his uh, base, apartment, loft, whatever you want to call it, and then uh, turns the lights on, and of course, Bruce Wayne's sitting in there, uh, which is unexpected. And the thing he comments on is, oh, you're, you're sitting in my second favorite chair. Oh, fuck. I know exactly what they're doing and then they gave him yeah these weird quirky personality that i feel just came right off the big bang theory which if you're a uh, geek or nerd i feel like is a little uh it's a, it's almost it's, racist
1: yeah it's 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 nerd blackface <laughs> it's it's nerd face yeah
0: exactly so the fact that he was basically playing up like the big bang theory aspect of it
1: yeah i was, I
0: was really i was not a
1: fan I, I would say if if I try to if I dig deep into my nerd roots here and look at it from a comic book perspective, I think mm. that they turned Barry Allen into Bart Allen yeah. from the comic books, and which I can I Fucking hate Bart Allen. I hate sure. that character and and I understand that in the comic book you're kind of supposed to hate him because he's like a little fuck-up who just shows up and ruins everything all the time. Sure. But I I don't... Barry Allen is such an epic, awesome character in the comic books, right. especially if we go pre them bringing him back to life and shit.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, because...
1: Okay because his death in the comic books is one of the greatest deaths of a superhero. Ever. Yeah.
0: Which I felt like was one of those, the it's like, it was almost among, among the like quadrilogy of deaths. Like you have uh, Bucky from Captain America, which yeah. just, you are how know, dated this list is that you don't uh, fuck with. But then they did, but then luckily it turned out it was awesome. So it's okay. Um, you had the death of Jason Todd, which you didn't fuck with, but then they did and brought him back and it's kind of hit or miss depending on the story. Yeah. <laughs> then you had uncle Ben, which you don't fuck with because otherwise the whole purpose of Spider-Man is. And, uh,
1: in which I don't, I think that's the only one that they haven't ever actually. with.
0: Yeah. They haven't fucked with that one. And then, uh, yeah. Barry Allen, which I think is, yeah. At the end of, uh, Crisis on Earth sacrifices yeah. himself. And it held for a really long time. And I feel like that added so much to his character when it would come up, like, in passing. Like, weight to it.
1: Well, happens. and and it was awesome because it gave... Barry Allen was one of... The, the problem with comic books is that since the characters don't age with the people reading the comics, mm-hmm. they they tend to go on in perpetuity. You know, they just go yeah. on forever. And as, uh, Barry, as Kevin Smith Barry says, Allen had a as, beginning and an end.
0: Yeah, as Kevin Smith says, they're always writing Act Two because, <clears throat> yeah. like, the origin's already done. too, because you're never going to write Act Three because that means it's over. Yeah. So sometimes it gets it gets a little rough to to figure out what like what you're going to do about it.
1: Which my own personal belief is sometimes they need to end. Like, I'm a big fan of mantle passing. Mm -hmm. but not not the way they do it sometimes like um death of superman is how mantle passing gets handled the wrong way (laughs) but you didn't like
0: reign of the superman
1: oh god but but the passage of of the mantle of flash from barry allen to wally west
0: Mm -hmm.
1: was awesome like and it it not not only did it uh Capstone the Barry Allen character and make him so it, you know he went from being just another superhero to being kind of like uh, a legacy you know what I mean he was yeah, like yeah. A, the the shadow of Barry Allen hanging over everything mm-hmm. and it also gave Wally West impetus to grow and change and become a better character too
0: yeah, yeah it's one of those that seem like it worked on every yeah every level the way it was supposed to. So when you, yeah, when you compare all that stuff to this Barry Allen, yeah, I feel this, like it's just, it's, oh, it's horrible.
1: Yeah. If I, I almost wish they had skipped and said that this was Wally or, uh, Bart. Yeah. Or Bart or somebody, you know, yeah. one of the other ones. Cause is if, if they told me that was Wally West, I could accept it sure. because in the comic books, Wally West is kind of a, fucking idiot. Mm. Like he's not a bad character or anything. I'm I'm just saying like personality wise, he's he's a dipshit. Like that's part of his charm is that mm-hmm. he's the super fast dipshit.
2: Yeah. Um and
0: so that I mouth, still, I
1: mean, yeah, and I still hate that fucking suit. That suit is terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you mean the thrown together look like he got out of a scrap heap uh
1: suit? <sighs> so I was trying to I was trying to forgive the armor, right? Yeah. Because they kind of explained that it's made out of the stuff that like shuttles are made out of to prevent them from burning up when re-entering. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, that makes sense. They're they're not going with frictionless, they're going with this highly resistant sort of stuff, stuff." Yeah, which I was like, "Okay, well that makes sense." But in several scenes you get to see that suit real real close. It's got little fucking bungee cords all over it. What are the yeah. little fucking bungee cords? like
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, you know, I guess people's thoughts on this will be different, depending on if you like the show or not. But since we have a flash TV show, we'll able to like explain some of that stuff in a way that's like okay. Like they mentioned, like Cisco made Barry's suit on the TV show that like firefighters could use because it's heat resistant and added like friction, whatever Mm. mumbo jumbo to it. That is like, okay, like that works. And obviously, you'd have to do a spiffied up version for the movie. Yeah. Just wearing like a leather type suit obviously is not going to work. But I feel like it just looks so much better than. The crappy suit we did get, right. right? Fucking weirdo that I fucking hate. I don't
1: know. So, should we just go through all the characters and talk about what we liked and didn't like, then we can yeah. circle yeah. back and hit the plot, kind of? Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, so let's let's move down to uh, Batman. Yeah. So Batman's,
0: Batman stuff I really liked. Bruce Wayne stuff was sort of
1: meh. Yeah. I was going to Affleck's growing on me. Yeah. And the fact that, so the, the, one of the very first things we see in the movie is, is it opens with Batman, obviously. Mm -hmm. And him, it's once again, and they did this in Batman vs Superman too, which is one of my favorite parts. God damn it. That looks like it's straight out of a fucking comic book. Like him, him sitting on that gargoyle staring at the guy Mm-hmm. is just fucking awesome
0: just waiting motionless until the guy notices him and that's when you strike yeah yeah
1: yeah it, that's me too that's one
0: of the things that makes me angry because it's like i want to hate this movie but god damn because batman is, i think is my favorite time so then i want to hate on it but then like the action stuff they do show i'm just like god damn it like that's 100 percent correct yeah
1: that stuff it's it's so funny because the, the big thing i always want to complain about with anything Zack snyder touches is what it looks like because you know with his stupid filters and uh mm-hmm. i i personally think that he just doesn't have an eye for the way things should look mm-hmm. but man batman looks so fucking good
0: <laughs> i know even like batman vs superman which i fucking loved that movie and i have my own problems with batman in that movie seems like he, he's a crazy
1: person. <laughs> seems to yeah. kill
0: with no abandon. Just like, yeah, just fucking blow these cars up, who cares? Um but that fucking warehouse scene where he comes yeah. up through the floor and starts beating the shit out of people, and I'm like, that's it. Like that's that's Batman. That he got it, which no other movie up to this point got that part of it. It's in some of the previous movies, but it's just, like, this looks like it's straight from the comic book of him, a bunch of goons, like, in a warehouse.
1: Yeah. So so far, since I think some people disagree with me, but obviously what they're going for is they're going for Frank Miller Batman, who was a lot more of a beat-em-up version yeah. of Batman. Yeah. And, and, and that's fine. A lot of people like the Frank Miller version. He's not my personal favorite, but...
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the only thing we haven't seen from any Batman in any movie is we still haven't seen the world's greatest fucking detective. Yeah. Which, which, like... which, which upsets me. And I feel like they, they know not a single filmmaker has even attempted to fucking make that character, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll forgive them. Once again, they're going for Frank Miller and Frank Miller wasn't like that. So, mm-hmm. So I'll forgive him. So so Batman, I would say, and and I think he's an improvement from the last movie because now he's not a psychopath. Yeah. I I wish they would have uh made him a little more broodier. You know, last movie he was way too broody, and I mm-hmm. feel like this movie they went too light with him.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'd agree. That's why I think like the, the Bruce Wayne stuff like is sort of conflicting with
1: the batman stuff yeah i think he's he smiles too much and he jokes too much
0: yeah uh my friend mike texted me after he knew that i was going to see the movie he's like there's one part of this movie i know you're gonna fucking hate uh and i was like okay so then after the movie uh he's like did i get it and i was like well and it rattled off like three other things and he's like well what about the jokes like the little batman jokes when he's talking to a Uh, We'll call him a significant character, which we'll talk about in spoilers. And I was like, oh, you hate me. He's like, I don't not. And just like this weird, like sort of jokey type thing. And I was was like, oh, yeah, that was that was dumb. I fucking hated that.
1: Yeah, if they the funny thing is that exact same line could have been delivered in a in a different way. Mm-hmm. like in almost like you know in a stuffy emotionally repressed way yeah and it would have been perfectly fine and instead it just came off as haha yeah
0: which uh yeah
1: and, like that. and haha Batman would be fine if we were doing Justice League International <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that was the tone for the entire movie
1: that, yeah that's what I'm saying which, which yeah, is yeah, exactly Uh, so so Batman I I would still say improvement. Yeah, there's there's room to get better. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's not perfect, but yeah. I I don't like the fact that they're of all the people they're talking about fucking recasting. Yeah, why the, why they keep talking about recasting Affleck when he's doing fine?
0: Well, it sounds like he wants to get out.
1: So. Well, I th- I think he might not like the fact that they have made a couple of shitty movies. And yeah. In well and he was also supposed to, the pot.
0: supposed to direct the solo batman movie and then they split due to you know uh creative differences over that so he's not directing anymore i think he's
1: just yeah
0: annoyed with them and just wants to get out uh
1: so so down from there wonder woman
0: wonder woman uh, um I would say still decent. I don't think her character held up nearly as much or nearly as well from the movie, obviously. She,
1: she was bizarrely underplayed yeah. for how well her movie did. Yeah. Like, with all the reshoots and shit, I don't understand why they didn't beef up Wonder Woman's role in the whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And I feel like, since we were talking about over on the, the midnight drive-in sort of secret history of comics i feel like it might almost be like the same situation
1: <laughs> where, where she's getting turned into the fucking secretary
0: <laughs> pretty much like we have like of course patty jenkins who did one of like a super great portrayal of wonder woman and gave her depth and character and like awesome like feminism stuff without being like, this is a feminist movie. It's like, no, it's a movie you can just enjoy, and she's not fucking ridiculous in it. So it makes her a really good character.
2: Here, And then
0: it's like, what do we do with Wonder Woman? I don't fucking know. Just have her look pretty and say a bunch of weird
1: shit, and then we'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, a little weak. Uh, cyborg. So... I personally um don't like the comic book character cyborg all that much. Yeah. Like I, I never have. Like he's he's fine in the Titans or whatever, but I don't like the fucking Titans, so that that doesn't do much for me. Yeah. I don't like in the new comics that they've written him in as a founding member of the Justice League. I don't, you know. Yeah. He's a fucking Titan. Don't, don't fucking dirty up my Justice League with with your new fangled <laughs> Teen Titan character. But that's, one the- my, that's
0: one of my problems with Cyborg overall is that Jeff Johns has a big old heart on for him. So suddenly they're like just pushing him into everything when he really doesn't need to be.
1: Yeah, but all that being said, out of all of the characters they introduced in this movie, Cyborg is my favorite yeah i like i like the actor uh I don't mind the look of him even you know it's like c g i hell but but you know it's just what you would expect
0: when you have him like in a hoodie and stuff so that all you really see is the side of his face it's not too bad, but when it's like full body it yeah the c g i is kind of over the top
1: yeah I, but like i said i like i like the actor i kind of i like what they did with him. I think he's got an interesting arc as a character in the movie, (laughs) which is more than you can say for, like, The Flash.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they depended too much on him as, like, a Swiss Army knife, where it's like, well, we're backed up into this corner story-wise. What do we do? Uh, Well, Cyborg just interacts with... uh, And that gets him out of whatever
1: predicament they're in.
0: Yeah. And it's like, eh, all right, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think they're going to run, they're going to run into the same issue with Cyborg that they have with Superman. And that's, he's so OP. It, it fucks up the story because how, you know, you got to come up with a good challenge for him Mm -hmm. and he can literally integrate and absorb any technology on the planet. So yeah, he, he is whatever he needs to be at the moment.
0: Yeah. So like I don't really have like a like I don't dislike him all that much, other than just story wise, it's plug him into the situation to get them out of whatever. And even in the comics, like I really have no opinion on him, other than just Jeff Johns needs to lay off just shoehorning them into everything. Um, so he's sort of a just middle ground for me, especially in this movie. Like I thought he was okay, but I wasn't super in love with them or anything.
1: Yeah, see? I, like I said, I just think between between Cyborg, Aquaman, and The Flash, which are really the three they introduced, Yeah, I, I, he's the best.
0: All right, fair enough. Uh,
1: and speaking of Aquaman...
0: <laughs> uh, I know this is the one you were really worried about going in.
1: Yeah. So... <laughs> He looks really good. <laughs> Ouch. Um, <laughs> J- Jason Momoa is not a bad actor. Mm-hmm. Which means the writers fucked this character up.
2: <laughs>
1: because I cannot stand Aqua Dude, bro. Every time he fucking opens his mouth, it angers me. Like I was literally sitting in the theater, and every time he would have a spoken line, I would be like, motherfuckers like why (laughs) what on earth made you think that that was the fucking personality that you wanted to put into this fucking movie Mm
0: -hmm. i uh yeah i thought his dialogue was pretty awful it's
1: really uh, bad
0: like when uh was it cyborg like when he he's like fallen during battle out of the sky Mm -hmm. and cyborg Catches them or whatever. Need my man, my man. I'm just like uh. oh, Jesus Christ. Um, the personality I didn't have a huge problem with. I actually kind of enjoyed the way I likened it. The way I wanted to see Aquaman was essentially Thor from the very from the beginning of the very first Thor, where he's just kind of a cocky asshole that's like, you know, whatever, and I'm fucking awesome and stuff, which I think is a good idea. But again, I think the dialogue completely fucking ruined it for me.
1: Yeah, I don't. It, there's more to it than that. I don't. So something about just the dude, the dude broness of his entire fucking character yeah. is just, it's just grating. Like uh, one of the scenes where we're supposed to, you know, be getting more into what Aquaman is is him walking out of a bar, chugging a bottle of scotch while fucking in slow motion and icky thump from the White Stripes plays. (laughs) Like, you could not, could not, in a superhero movie, make me dislike a character more when they're (laughs) not doing anything. They should upset me. (laughs) Than that scene. Like, I was like, oh, gross. And, (laughs) and, And then there's a scene where they're all together, and he's, uh, espousing his feelings about the team. Mm-hmm. And he goes out of his way to basically say, you know, and Wonder Woman, she's hot. And she's, <laughs> and it's like, oh, come the fuck on. Like,
0: yeah. And then it turns out he said all that shit because he was sitting on her lasso of truth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. But I don't know. They just, they made his character greasy. And, yeah. Like, I, there's a there's a thousand different versions of Aquaman because Aquaman's been revamped over and over and over and over and over again over the years trying to recapture his popularity from whenever he first started, mm-hmm. but you know it's never worked. So who who am I to judge them giving him a new thing? I just I don't understand why they made him like greasy. Yeah, does that make sense? Like he's oh totally unpleasant. like.
0: Like if you're a female and meet him, all he's doing is looking you up and down and thinking about naughty thoughts, and he's yeah. very, it's very apparent on his on his face that that's what he's doing.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Because uh, I think my favorite portrayal of Aquaman is actually from that Brave and the Bold cartoon.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, storyteller yeah. Aquaman. That's yeah, the best one.
0: Yeah, to me that's like the best ever, and I'm just like, oh, I wish they could find a way to do that live action without it coming off completely horrible, but.
1: Yeah, I like. I've always liked that version, and I've always liked the real uptight, uh, like regal King of Atlantis, Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of the way they portray him in like the um, the Injustice games and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, makes sense.
1: But yeah. I- <laughs> I can't. I can't decide who I dislike more, like Jason Momoa's Aquaman or uh, (laughs) Ezra's fucking Flash. I
2: don't.
1: They're just. I don't. And and I know I should like back off a little bit because most most of the reason why I hate them is me coming as a comic book fan into it. Yeah, but. I can't not be that guy. So
0: <laughs> I know it's tough. Like I just kind of like because oh, I know there's gonna be people that are really gonna enjoy it, and I'm just like, yeah. But look at all this source material stuff that's so much better that they didn't do anything with. But right.
1: Uh, and then bad guys. So I I think we can talk about the bad guys. They're they're in every trailer. Yeah. I don't think it's a spoiler yeah. to say who it is. But basically, we've got parademons, which Mm -hmm. are the weird insectoid (laughs) demon forces of apocalypse. Uh,
0: In this movie, I would call them the flying monkeys. Yeah. That's what they reminded me of.
1: In which they look, I don't know, weirdly, they're kind of spooky, but weirdly mm. cartoony at the same time I don't yeah I don't and with the uh, the dark tones that you know the that Schneider puts off it, they almost didn't fit for some reason I don't yeah but I don't know they're, they're not terrible I mean, no, I mean,
0: they serve their purpose, but
1: and they're recognizable. I mean, if you read comic books, you'd see that and go, oh, that's a parademon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember because they show up in, was it Batman's Nightmare and Superman versus Batman or Batman yeah. versus Superman? And I yeah, but that you being... just
1: barely get a glimpse of them.
0: Yeah, but I feel like a lot of comic book nerds, I remember them being like, oh,
1: parademons.
0: Yeah. So obviously and... something they wanted to play up in, the, in this movie.
1: And then of course the big bad comes from Jack Kirby's The Fourth World and that is Steppenwolf.
0: Yeah, who I don't I've never really read anything with him so I don't I didn't really know anything about him going in.
1: Um he's dark side light.
0: Yeah. <laughs> See that was kind of the problem. Like I felt since I don't know anything about him I couldn't bring anything to the character. So I felt like he was very generic in this movie. He kind of is.
1: He's he's not exactly exciting in the comic books.
0: Yeah. Um, I felt like him and Wonder Woman could have just been swapped out. Although I think Ares was fleshed out a little bit more in the Wonder Woman movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did think one of the weird things that they did with him is, you know, they really CGI'd him up. Oh, yeah. and, And made him look very, very alien. And in the comic books, while his, his suit of armor is pretty accurate and the weird headpiece is accurate, in the comic books, he just looks human and he just, he's a guy, like a big guy with a goatee. Hmm. And so I don't understand why they went like full bore alien weirdness with him when they could have just used CGI to make an actor look slightly bigger and had less weird CGI face.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they didn't do a very good job. Like, we're gonna get into it, but I I hate feeling like I have to compare the DC movies and the Marvel movies, but I feel like they're the only comparable things to each other. So, they have Steppenwolf, who is captured and CGI it up like you said, and I think it, it just looked terrible. But yeah, then that, c- compare him to the Hulk, like in the Thor
1: movie. It's way better. the The CGI work in this movie is garbage, mm-hmm. and Lovely. and for the fact that this is a high ass budget movie. Mm-hmm. That they took a long time to make makes it Uber garbage. Yeah. Because if this was a if this was a lower budget movie, you would still go, (laughs) we could have done a better job with that.
0: Yeah, because again, like I feel like compared to Thor, since that just came out a couple weeks before this, like you look at Thor and you're like, look at all the stuff that is possible with CGI without making it look horrible. But then I feel, then you go to the Justice League and I'm like, no, this is all garbage. Like who, who decided it was okay to sign off that all this was okay. I don't know. I don't sign paychecks apparently. So
1: yeah, I don't, I just don't, I don't fucking get it. But, but all in all, I would say, uh, I actually think Steppenwolf was a good choice for the movie. Mm hmm. For, for one reason, he's a really super-ass generic bad guy with really simple motives. Yeah. Which means they didn't have to waste any time explaining all, in great detail what Steppenwolf does. Yeah, You know what I mean? So yeah, they could but, spend more time with the Justice League interacting with each other.
0: Yeah, but I felt like that was one of the things I didn't like either, is just... Well, the Steppenwolf guy who is already super generic shows up, and what is his motive? Why? I don't know, just because he wants to. And so I kind of was just not super excited about him.
1: Yeah. Well, the fourth, fourth world's weird anyway.
0: Yeah, which I've not read a whole lot of any of uh, Kirby's fourth
1: world stuff. I was <laughs> what to say, that's the best thing that you can say about it is <laughs> like Jack Kirby made it and you're like oh okay well, we're to be getting into that <laughs> and really only two, as far as I can think only two really really good things came out of the fourth world stuff and that's mm-hmm. Dark Side mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Miracle yeah, yeah I would
0: agree with that I have, I've read other stuff with Mr. Miracle in it and I've always enjoyed yeah, Mr. Marvel's
1: awesome. He's a good character. Yeah. And, I, and I really hope they end up bringing him in since they're doing all this fourth world stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, other... <laughs> I, I think other characters would be too spoilery. Uh, yeah. So we've got cameos by characters okay. that, are, that are all pretty solid. Especially there is a flashback explaining uh, Steppenwolf's motivations Mm -hmm. in which we see, I think actually saying who they are would probably be spoilery. Because that would be, that's a pretty cool thing to, because you didn't know going in if you'd see them or not. Mm -hmm. Sure. But that Uh, scene's got like, what, like eight? Eight eight people in a very short period of time, like
0: <laughs> yeah, that stuff was pretty good. The um, behind it, but uh,
1: I, I can honestly say one of them, I was like, oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember being excited. I was like, oh shit, they, they're doing it, they're doing it, and then oh, that's all we get. Okay, I guess we'll wait. Yeah. Um, Did we get J.K. Simmons as Gordon?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, J.K. I liked it.
0: I liked it, too. I thought he was a good choice when I, they announced that he he was going to play, be playing Jim Gordon. And I was like, yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. I'm perfectly okay with that.
1: I think he, he's he's earned his stripes. J.K. Simmons can fucking play anybody he goddamn mm-hmm. wants, and I'll be into oh, it. Oh,
0: totally, totally. Yeah, he's definitely one of those actors. If I see that he's in something, my... Interest level always goes up, even if I had no interest in that movie to begin with.
1: It's his, it's his second uh, major supporting character. In a comic book movie. I, that. I hope that continues. I hope the next time there's a reboot, J.K. Simmons gets crammed in some <laughs> random supporting character just because that's awesome.
0: Uh, he has said he, he'd he always be, be up for coming back for Spider-Man if they asked him.
1: They really should. He was the best. Yeah. Uh, and then, if we get something that we don't normally get with DC movies, and that's after-credit sequences. Yeah, not just one, but two. I know, I'm shocked. It. I actually really liked both of them.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to remember what I remember. What the, I think the yeah the last last one was. I'm trying to remember now what the the middle one
1: was. Uh we'll talk about it in spoilers. Yeah. Because I don't want to I don't want to give it away because it's actually a pretty fun thing.
0: Um Well, do you got anything else we should cover before we get to spoilers?
1: Um, I would say overall, if I had to give this thing a letter grade, I would give it a B minus. Which is might be a little generous.
0: See, I was gonna say a C, so we're not too far off. Yeah. And I think the Batman stuff for me is is what pushed it up that high.
1: Yeah. So I guess it's in, not the li- bad.
0: Yeah, in the lineup, I would say for me, from best to worst, it goes Wonder Woman, this, and then probably Man of Steel, and then Batman versus Superman.
1: Yeah, that would be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I the, the sad thing is the best thing that you can say about this movie is it's not garbage like Batman. Versus <laughs> Superman. Yeah. And nope. I, the problem is, is Batman versus Superman was so bad that I feel like it taints my opinion of stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel it, like it, it puts a dark cloud over all the DC
1: movies. Yeah. And it taints it in both directions. Because I think I give stuff more credit than it deserves because I'm comparing it to a heaping pile of shit.
2: <laughs>
1: and I also think that maybe I'm being harder on it than I should because the last movie was a heaping pile of shit. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, yeah, I feel you.
1: So, yeah. But mm-hmm. I would say it's worth seeing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you're on movie, if you're on MoviePass like I am, then it's a no-brainer. You should go.
1: Unlike, uh, uh, unlike Thor, which if somebody asked me if they should see it in the theater, I'd be like, absolutely should see it in the fucking theater. Of course. This one, I'd say it'd be okay to see it in the theater. Matinee, maybe. But I don't think you're losing anything seeing it at home. <laughs> because once again, the like. The CGI is so bad it's not exactly like it's
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: it's something beautiful to behold, like some Marvel stuff is, you know what I mean, yeah, and even like Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman was a really good looking movie. yeah
0: yeah, that's one of the big controversies is we see the Amazonians again, and the big controversy is their their outfits seem a little skimpier than they did in the last movie.
1: They did. And they also didn't seem to be as badass as they were in the last movie.
0: <laughs> so, that means you should just watch the Wonder Woman movie again. And then maybe start the Justice League movie uh, like five, ten minutes in. Uh, and I say good for Patty Jenkins. Apparently she just got a buttload of money to uh, direct the sequel. So
1: Good.
0: Yeah became the highest paid female director of all time, I think, which uh, I would say she definitely deserves it. And like you said, I can't understand how they just looked at wonder woman, how much money that was raking in and how well it did, how critically well it did. And we'll just treat them like shit in the next movie. So
1: I, I honestly think that their biggest mistake is, and especially with how uh, flighty, Movie studios and shit can be. Yeah. How Batman versus Superman came out, and fans and critics both said uh, this is garbage. And they were like, "Okay, well, same writer, same director, <laughs> Justice League." <laughs> and then Wonder Woman came out, and everybody was like, "This is amazing! She did such an amazing job. We want way more of this." And they were like, mm. We'll decide if we want to give her a contract for another movie or not. (laughs) Which is bizarre. If if I was that studio head, I would have been like, uh, Snyder, you're fired. She's got your job.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, that didn't exactly happen, but Snyder, so. Well,
1: for sad reasons.
0: Sad reasons you can't fault them for. Yeah. So, it's not like a big celebratory thing, but it uh, sounds like they're, they're hedging their bets on Joss Whedon maybe going forward. Oh. I mean, they haven't really talked about further Justice League movies, what they're going to do. But
1: The, the irony of that situation is, so, I, I like Joss Whedon. Uh, I'm not as much yeah. of a fanboy of him as a lot of people are, mm-hmm. but I kind of don't want Whedon to be the director going forward. Because I, oh, I don't know that's the point I was gonna make, yeah. Because we don't need DC to be Marvel. Like you know what yeah. I mean? We don't like that's yeah. not what anybody's been saying at all about no. anything. They just need to like fucking lighten up a little bit and quit mm. making them depressing.
0: Yeah. Which I think I think taking a note from what you just said, like okay, Patty Jenkins obviously has a really nice, like, distinct voice and a good take on these properties, why don't we make her the next Justice League director? Wonder Woman 2. And then see how that works out. Maybe they can turn the boat around, but I don't know. Uh, The other big thing that I meant to bring up before, and I completely forgot before we first, is the annoyance for me of how not to go the Marvel route where they give everybody their own movie, and then have everybody team up in a movie, and that's what you know gets everybody excited is having to debut so many characters in this team up movie and then feeling like, okay, we gotta give little snippets of their backstory, so we have to have Aquaman show up in Atlantis for three minutes and then give some vague like oh like he's he's not accepting the throne of Atlantis, and there's all these problems and like all this other stuff but do it in like you know three or four sentences of dialogue like well now we got all that we had to sort of explain but we can't spend a whole lot of time on it because we got three other characters we got to do this too and then you know we still have to actually do shit for this actually this movie instead of future movies and i feel like they just tried too fast to do too much so this feels like there's so much shit crammed in but
1: yeah i i I should also say before we move into the spoilers, and I won't go into too much detail because some of what I'm referring to is spoilery stuff. Mm. Uh, I think it's weird that they both, at the same time, expect the audience going in to have a certain level of knowledge of the characters. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I was but say,
0: if if I didn't know these characters, there was stuff that I would be completely confused by if I was just yeah coming out the street. But at
1: the same time, they change them, well, a few of them anyway, pretty drastically from the comic books mm-hmm. and then expect you to just go, oh, okay, well, this is going to be the same though, you know, even though we changed everything else about, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's a weird tonal,
1: yeah, it it's movie. I really, I, and I don't mind that. I think that I, I almost wish they had just gone full bore with that hmm. and just said, okay, let's rely on the idea yeah, like, that the like, audience is going to educate themselves and know who these characters are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. it will just gloss over, you know, we can do flashbacks or whatever to, to fill in spots in later solo movies, but we're not going to dick with origin stories. Oh, for sure. Which is kind of what they did. They they kind of did that with cyborg. They didn't like
0: Mm.
1: go into complete fucking detail or anything. And they didn't do it with the flash, but then I feel like with Aquaman, they tried to do way too much explaining. Yeah. For some reason, it
0: definitely got very explaining for him.
1: Yeah. And, and then even though they did all the explaining, they left, such big fucking holes in the explanation that it didn't really fill any information that somebody would need.
0: Yeah. I feel like that stuff is the, what we'll call the, the flash dream sequence from Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Like it's, it's stuff that happens and they like bring it up, but then it's almost like, Oh, but don't worry about that. That's going to be three movies from now. So don't worry about it. Yeah. But so then it's like, well then why the fuck did you put it in this movie? <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> All right, you want to jump into some spoilers? Talk some spoilery stuff?
1: Yeah, let's go into spoilers.
0: All right, so if you haven't seen it yet, uh, we're gonna spoil it. Honestly, I don't know. Whatever.
1: I don't. I don't if feel like wanted. any of the spoilery stuff is that much of a fucking spoiler, unless not, like not
0: really. <laughs> but we're just being courteous, just in case for some Damn. reason. Because uh, okay, because uh, the sort of the worst kept secret is uh, they bring Superman back to life. Yeah, hashtag
1: no shit. (laughs) Uh. I almost feel like it would have been better if they announced that they were bringing him back at the beginning of the movie, Mm -hmm. but that the process was going to take a really long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that way you just... Or it's just the waiting game of of what point in the movie is he going to pop out of the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I just, to me, this whole thing just reads like, what was the point of killing him in the first place?
1: Well, (laughs) argumentatively, in that way, they did follow the comic books.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they just, I don't know. So they killed him off in the last movie to make I I'd make whatever point. Oh, yeah, ultimate sacrifice. Blah 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 blah. Whatever mm-hmm. nonsense. That to me was like, well, that's already way too soon. But whatever.
1: I almost feel like the BVS would have been better if they had left Wonder Woman out of the movie
2: mm-hmm.
1: and brought in another superhero that maybe like, maybe people are into, but don't know quite as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't, I don't know who that, maybe like a Hawkman or somebody like that. Yeah. And then killed that person and left them dead.
0: Yeah. I don't disagree with that.
1: Cause that has more impact, but, mm-hmm. and you could even replace Hawkman in later movies because you could just bring in. yeah exactly yeah
0: uh so for some reason i mean we'll just call it the martha effect i guess uh batman has this big turnaround that uh well superman was a beacon of good for everybody in the world do you remember when i said he was a filthy alien and needed to die well don't worry about that cuz uh, he's just so like oh my god we need superman we need superman for this we need superman it's too bad superman's dead it's like well part of the reason superman's dead is cuz it's your fault you dumbass um
1: well so i that, do i do like the idea that that's part of the problem that he has uh survivor guilt yeah that that he lived through the big fight and superman didn't whenever that should never have possibly been what happened
0: <laughs> yeah uh so the other funny aspect of this is um they did a lot of reshoots and uh henry cavill was already working on the next mission impossible movie and his character in that movie has a mustache and so when they had to do reshoots warner brothers is like uh can henry shave his mustache and paramount was like no he will not be shaving his mustache You've you CGI
1: that mustache.
0: That is now your problem to deal with. So they decide to CGI it out, and it makes for some awkward. Like we said, the CGI in this movie is horrible. So even just CGIing a mustache out is like fucking distracting as hell in this movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so I have a complaint about Superman. <laughs> okay. And it falls into that category of it's an issue in the comics too. Superman's too much more powerful than everybody else. It mm-hmm. it doesn't work well in stories sometimes. Yes. Because things like what happened in this movie happened where mm-hmm. so the most exciting part about Superman is the part where he's just come out of the pod and he's going all pod crazy. Yeah. Un- un- until Lois gently strokes his hair and he's fine again. Yeah, that was dumb. Yank, yank, yank. yank. But whenever he shows up to the fight with Steppenwolf, he smacks Steppenwolf around like a bitch. (laughs) It's it's not even a fucking fight. Like, he could single-handedly just beat Steppenwolf to death. There's no need for all of this. A fight sequence where they slowly get better at working at a team because it's irrelevant because once again Superman just slaps him around like a bitch just yeah. let Superman smack him around like a bitch
0: yeah and you could tell like story wise that was a problem because yeah he has his his pod crazy moment uh, Batman calls "Oh, bring it in the big guns which turns out to be just Lois Lane for her to be like oh my god you're alive and then they fly off together And uh, so then Superman just hangs out. And meanwhile, they're like, well, Superman's gone. So I guess we got to go do this on our own. And it's very obvious that that it's like they had no real like idea of what to do. So they're just like, okay, well, everybody's going to fight Steppenwolf. And then when it comes time for Steppenwolf to be defeated, that's when Superman will show up, but not before. And it's just it's fucking horrible. Like you said, he just shows up and is like, oh, I'm sorry, and then just beats the living shit out of him.
1: Yeah, handedly. I I think that's my issue. If he would have come up and been better at fighting Steppenwolf than the rest of them, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's fine. But Steppenwolf's axe can cut kal Like, and nobody knows that (laughs) because (laughs) he doesn't land a hit. Yeah. Not one. It's, it's, it's almost fucking... It makes that fight silly. And I don't... It, it, there's no stakes. There has no. to be fucking stakes or, or yeah. the
0: fight's pointless. Like, well, the stakes is all the uh, civilians that are living around this weird area where they're fighting. Right. Which is stupid. but
1: uh, and-
0: <laughs> But we do get the funny shot, which I did think was kind of funny, but did not belong in this movie where the flash is able to get a family in a truck, like out of the city before, I don't know, whatever happens, happens. These weird Brock tendrils tear up the town.
1: Yeah.
0: And he's like, "Whoo, got that done. And then he looks over and Superman's like flying an entire apartment building, like out of the city. And then he's kind of like, Oh,
1: see, see, I actually think that's kind of fucking funny. <laughs> well,
0: like I, said, yeah. I thought that was funny. I just don't know if it belonged in this movie.
1: I I was gonna say if I think the whole trick is if Ezra's character had been more serious, that would have been way fucking funnier. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because you don't. There's some humor to pity, and you don't pity him because he's a dipshit. Yeah. Like if he had been like a real serious, you know, if he had done that and been like, yeah. Now I'm going to go back and get the rest. And then you see Superman flying by the whole building. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny.
0: I agree. And I feel like uh, the tone they're trying to go with Superman now, uh, which I don't disagree with, but they're kind of trying to do the, uh, Hey there old jump, like the super sort of happy, like Superman, which again, I have no problem with, but I feel like you've already like not done that two movies. And it fucking ruined like, Superman, because you made him all dark and broody in the first yeah. two movies.
1: I, I didn't like the fact that they lightened him up that much, but once again, I think they're going in the right direction, because there is the moment where they're fighting Steppenwolf, and Superman smacking Steppenwolf around like a bitch, and the fight's basically over. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he stops, because he can hear civilians in trouble. Yeah. And he basically goes, civilians, I'm out. And just like flies off like to leave everybody <laughs> to fight the Invincible God again. Which, that's more Superman. That's more Superman than Superman's been in any of these movies. Is the yes. fact that his first concern is the safety of people. <laughs>
0: and not destroying half of Metropolis fighting Zod.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not Not doing everything he can to beat Zod and damn the consequences. Yeah,
0: yeah. So like I said, I feel like they finally got Superman right, but you've already burned us twice in two other movies.
1: Yeah, it just feels like a weird shift.
0: And it's like, God damn it. Like, why didn't you do this from the first movie?
1: it's <sighs> fine. It'll get better. And going back to the idea of <laughs> you having to understand the comic books to know what's going on. So they have Aquaman visit Atlantis in which you don't really – See many Atlanteans, <laughs> but you're introduced to the character of Mira without being introduced to the character yeah. of Mira. <laughs> and he's given the uh, the royal armor and the uh, I can't remember what the name of the trident is. Yeah, I don't know. It, it might just be the Trident of Atlantis or whatever, but which, which is not of trident
0: because it has five tongs
1: on it. Yeah, but it it has the power to control. Water to a limited capacity, mm-hmm. which is how he stops that tidal wave. Yeah, <laughs> in which that doesn't make any fucking sense to somebody who <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't know the comics. Like he just comes out of nowhere, smacks this thing on the ground, and the tidal wave stops. And everybody's like, "Aquaman can control water?" <laughs> like, oh well, no, no, that's not. What's, it's the trident. The trident's magic yeah but what what the fuck <laughs> i th- I think of everything they fucked up in that movie man they they fucked up aquaman they <laughs> get this shit so weird i don't like almost every decision i'm like uh, i don't i don't understand what you're doing
0: Oh <laughs> uh, but come on they have bruce bruce wayne comically ask if he can actually talk to fish
1: that's funny and th- and then they never establish whether he can or not. He said, "Can you put out a feeler?" You know, <laughs> 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 once again, funny shouldn't have come from fucking Batman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know anything else? Any other spoilery stuff you want to talk about? You talk uh, about the sort of the the backstory for Steppenwolf.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So we did see a Green Lantern. Yes. Ra- random Green Lantern from the past. Yeah. But but yeah. that's doesn't matter. It, still lo- it looked pretty fun cool. Yeah. It's probably I one like, of the
0: better CGI moments in the entire movie. Yeah.
1: We also see a bunch of the old gods. Mm-hmm. Which I, I kind of like the fact that they worked them all in after casually killing them all off at the beginning of <laughs> <laughs> fucking Wonder Woman. Just nonchalantly, they're like, all the old gods are dead. Why? Wait, what? <laughs> all Sometimes, of them? Why did you do that? <laughs> Jesus. You guys are murdery. Uh, I did like the fact that the movie dealt with the mother boxes because they're kind of a big, mm. big deal in the comics. So, yeah. So that's interesting. Um,. I'm trying to think of what it is. There really isn't much spoilery stuff. No.
0: I think Superman was like the biggest,
1: yeah, the biggest which spoiler. That that even been a fucking spoiler. should just put him in the goddamn trailers. It's fucking Which, stupid.
0: which they everybody, try to make everybody connected to Superman like the saddest thing in the entire world after after he died. Fucking Lois can't write like any good like reporting pieces. Uh, fucking Ma can't lose the farm because she can't make bank payments right and so it's just like let's just make everybody really depressed
1: i did like the line at the end of the movie where uh, bruce wayne buys the <laughs> buys the farm to save it yeah, and he's like how'd you get fun. it how'd you get it from the bank and he's like i bought the bank and he's like you <laughs> bought the whole bank and he goes yeah i tend to go board. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which i feel like that was appropriate <laughs> appropriate joking from batman yeah where it's just like yeah i bought the bank it was like, you bought the whole bank, and it was like, eh, yeah, I go overboard. Like, that's that's funny, but without sort of breaking character.
1: Yeah. So, okay, I do like the three, basically the three end scenes together are some of the best part of the movie. You've got uh, Bruce buying the building that's going to be the Hall of Justice. Yeah which I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Which was that a random building for some reason. I thought my interpretation was that was the old broken down Wayne Manor that he was just going to turn into the. Maybe. Oasis.
1: I mean, maybe that's the plan. I don't.
0: Uh, which would seem weird. I, if keep, he's trying I, to, keep,
1: I keep forgetting that he doesn't live in the actual mansion in this version. Yeah.
0: Which would just seem weird if you're trying to distance yourself from people associating Bruce Wayne with Batman. You would then put the Hall of Justice in Wayne Manor, but yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Uh,
1: so we've got that. Then we've got the first post-credit scene, which is uh, Superman and the Flash doing the coast-to-coast race.
0: Of course. Kind of have to.
1: Which I... and Man, that was awesome. Oh, that's <laughs> something we can talk about real fast in the spoiler. The first scene with the Justice League fighting crazy Superman... Mm-hmm. The scene where the Flash comes running in and looks over and sees Superman look at
0: him—that
1: <laughs> was pretty that, awesome. That was pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> just the yeah. fact that he's got that look of what in the fuck? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Amanda. Amanda was sitting next to me and she started like elbowing me because just that. Yeah. Because usually the couple of scenes they have shown the Flash, like everybody, of course, does that standstill thing while he's just running. Running around doing whatever. And then yeah, <laughs> slowly you see Superman's eye start looking at him and then his head slowly starts turning and it looks like it's like regular speed. And Flash is just like, What? <laughs> yeah, that was awesome.
1: But their, su- their super speed fight was pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It couldn't last very long, but... no. Well
0: super so, speed fight.
1: Yeah. So race around the world, awesome. Mm-hmm. I-, I really like the fact that they worked it in. And then there's the post-post-credit scene of uh, Lex Luthor on the boat and uh, Deathstroke the Terminator.
0: That was awesome because I was kind of excited with the prospect of uh, Joe Manello playing uh,
1: Deathstroke. Deathstroke looks so fucking good. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. And not, not just the suit. Like, Because the suit looks exactly right and then mm-hmm. they actually have him take the helmet off and his face looks exactly right. Yeah. Like they nailed it.
0: Yeah, they actually got the gray hair, the white hair going and everything. Yeah, I think they did a really good job with that.
1: And despite the fact that I still hate fucking Eisenberg, uh, yeah. he was much more Lex Luthor and much less crazy Riddler person.
0: Yeah, which I can agree with, but I mean it's like a thirty-second scene, so I hold no hopes that that will translate into anything else. Yeah. Um, did we ever? Did I ever tell you my theory for what I wished would have happened at the end of Batman versus Superman with him? No. So, like you said, like his the way he portrayed Lex Luthor was fucking terrible, and I'm just like this whole like his mannerisms, the way he talks, is like not good and uh, just fucking couldn't stand it and so i told dave when we went to see it i'm like i tell you what if at the end of this movie he's acting the way he acts with the entire movie the end of this movie shit goes south lex Luthor just goes well uh, this is getting a little too tight for me, and then he pulls out a little bowler hat and puts it on top of his head. And it turns no, out, he Mr. <laughs> Mixel Pidalic, this entire time, that'd be, pretty I'd be awesome. Like, I'd be like, you know what? All is forgiven, all is forgiven. I-, I get it,
1: but I, I was almost kind of hoping because they point out in Batman vs. Superman that he's actually like Lex Luthor Jr., yeah, that his, his father is also a Lex Luthor. I was kind of hoping maybe what they would do is that Lex Luthor dies in prison after being sent there by Superman and Batman, mm-hmm. thus giving older, evil <laughs> Lex Luthor, who's not dead, but has been in hiding, to come back and get vengeance.
0: Yeah, cut to uh, bald uh, Brian Cranston again. Ooh, Brian which Cranston. Is, that's who I were. There was rumors, and I was like, that's awesome. And then fucking Jesse Eisenberg got it, and I was like, son of a
1: bitch. Yeah, I heard like there was like five different rumors that I was like, every one of those is good. And then they're like Jesse Eisenberg, and I was like, what in the fuck?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Luther tells them they started some sort of league. Maybe we need a league of our own. To which then just images of Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell playing baseball popped into my head. (laughs) Right. Uh
1: so I was kind of sitting there at the end going, I wonder if they're going to do Injustice League mm-hmm. or if they're actually going to be the Legion of Doom.
0: Well, see, that's what I wish he would have been like, well, they have a league. What if we have a Legion? To which I would have been more excited about that name dropping. <laughs> By the way, have you
1: met Gorilla Grodd?
0: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, Flash did say he knows Gorilla Sign Language,
1: so... Oh, I will tell you something that really fucking disappointed me. So the uh, the bank robbery scene toward the beginning of the movie that yeah. that they used to bring in Wonder Woman.
2: Mm.
1: Man, I thought that was going to be Clock King. And I was getting so fucking excited that it was going to be Clock King and that's how they were going to bring in the Flash. <laughs> Just because, you know, the stiff guys walking with the suits and stuff, and they all seemed very, like, organized, and I was like, oh, shit, King!" yeah, and then, no. No.
0: (laughs) Who did he, uh, because they showed footage of him capturing somebody in Batman Uh, vs. Superman, but I can't remember who it was. Captain Boomerang. Oh, that's right, Captain Boomerang.
1: Yeah, because he he captured Captain Boomerang, and then Captain Boomerang ended up in, uh, yeah, Suicide that was Suicide Squad, Squad. yeah. Gotcha. Um, oh, I guess we didn't bring that one up either. See, another steamy bullshit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't put that on the list. So, yeah, um, yeah
1: I don't know. I think, I, I'm trying to decide what's worse, Batman versus Superman or Suicide Squad. That's a hard fucking call. They're yeah. both really bad. Yeah. Not
0: good. Put it the tie for last. Um, we got anything else we want to chat about? I'm trying
1: to think. It, I feel like we've hit all the beats, but yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think this this movie gives me a lot more hope for future um, DC stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely better, but still not great.
1: Yeah, I wasn't very excited for an Aquaman movie, but if they go Mira heavy, Mira was pretty badass. She was good.
0: Um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much else to say. Yeah, Uh, like I
1: said, step step in the right direction, but not enough of an improvement, if that makes sense. Like
0: I don't know. Like I said, there's so much like story stuff that I feel like they got wrong. That I'm just kind of disappointed, okay. but it's no Batman versus Superman, so at least we got that going for it.
1: Right. This this one's a cohesive movie and not a series of 20-second
0: shots. <laughs> that make no sense. They become best friends after they find out their, their mom's both bo- named Martha, which is like the fucking worst thing in the entire world. I just... Those kind of decisions. I'm just like, who signed off on that? Like, who decided that was a good plot point to get them on the same page? Right.
1: (sighs) Didn't they even cut a joke? I'm trying to think, wasn't there a Martha joke in the movie? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I was thinking that Wonder Woman made one, but maybe I'm wrong. (laughs)
0: Well, like you said, like, Superman's so overpowered. This is another point that I thought of. But forgot to bring up when we were talking about it. The Superman's so overpowered, but the thing is, we find out in this DC universe is that Marvel and Gotham, or Marvel, Metropolis and Gotham
1: are right next to each other,
0: like separated by like a bay. And somehow Metropolis is, you know, a clean, nice city because Superman patrols it and keeps crime in check. But not even 10 miles away, Gotham is like this overrun crime slum.
1: It, Superman gives no fucks. <laughs>
0: yeah, and It's just sort of like, hey, whatever. And nobody, nobody in Gotham seems to be worried about Superman coming over to uh, clean it up or anything. That's funny.
1: I, I didn't even think about that. the fact that Superman's basically like, eh, Gotham deserves
0: it. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? That's why you don't. Oh, my God. I I feel like I need to sit Warner Brothers people down and explain stuff to them that they don't seem to understand.
1: Be like, we need to talk about comic books. Yeah. Although, if you do read a lot of comic books, I mean, it's not exactly like the DC comic books do a lot of favors for their fucking fans.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's one of the reasons like, I completely got out of comics because... I was a big fan, like I was a big Marvel fan, and then kind of got tired of that, and then went over and was pretty heavily into DC for a long time. And then Flashpoint happened, and I was like, wait, they're doing what? And so then I completely jumped out of DC altogether because I was really fucking annoyed.
1: Uh, the, uh, the fucked up thing the Flashpoint comic was pretty fun. Yeah. But everything that came out of it sucked.
0: Yeah. And then um, I tried to stay away from DC, but then heard interviews with Scott Snyder and he's like, yeah, they told me that they were rebooting everything. And I was kind of like, Oh, okay. But then just kept writing shit. Like he always did. Like, didn't even worry about it. Right. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, well I can, I can read this Batman stuff. So luckily was able to read like court of Alice and stuff. So, yeah. but, but then like, you know, I went back to Marvel and was reading a bunch of their stuff, like with, i got really back into heavily back into spider-man and then
1: do you read a uh, superior spider-man i did which i was like this okay. is gonna be the
0: this is gonna be the dumbest fucking idea they've ever had this is so fucking horrible why would they even do this this is and then you get three episodes or three issues in, and you're like oh my god this is amazing
1: well they so, finally they finally explored the thing that me and evan are always talking about that the, the the worst part about Spider Man is the fact that he's Peter Parker.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I absolutely loved that. And then I read Spider Verse, which I was absolutely in love with, which is all the uh, Spider Men from all multiple realities coming it was, together.
1: It was fun. It was almost too berserk for me. Like I couldn't like keep up <laughs> too with berserk it. for you? Well, there were so many fucking characters by the end of it. You're like, I can't keep this shit straight. Please. But Spider Ham, come on. I do love Spider-Ham.
0: Yeah. Um, and then they, that's when they announced that they're rebooting the Marvel Universe in a sort of a soft reboot, to which then I was like, ah, fuck this bullshit, so I just stopped yeah. reading all together. They're going
1: to they stop with the fucking reboots. I yeah. wish that a third-party person like Malibu Comics would rise up again and, yeah. and, and fucking just give us new ones. I, I've always liked new heroes. Like I like mm-hmm. origin stories and, and short arcs and shit. And, and while I do love all these characters, you know, I've I've read the best stuff. It's already come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. when they write shitty stuff, I go back and I read the good stuff again. Like, <laughs> like I fucking love Swamp Thing. Saga of the Swamp Thing is the yeah. best fucking swamp thing comic ever written it like nothing else is remotely as good as it and and it's great that they keep trying and i'm glad that swamp thing's still around but saga of the swamp thing was the best like you're fucking done You come up with a new character Al- alan moore wrote the best swamp thing story it's That's over
0: funny. which i'd always heard that it was really good and i never read it and then they had like the first trade and like a half off bin at acme yeah. So I picked it up and I read the first one and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But then it, I, I haven't it had is. a chance to go back and get the other ones yet.
1: It's fucking it, the shitty thing is it's like 10 traits long. It's fucking mm-hmm. big. But yeah. it, it, it's not just that, it's everything about it's awesome. Like the story's really, really fucking good. And then the art's super fucking good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And
1: now and now I pick up a comic book and I'm like, "Oh, more digital coloring." <laughs>
0: um I would say for like a third party, uh Robert Kirkman's Invincible, I was I'm a big fan of.
1: So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Invincible's awesome and I'm yeah. glad that it, but every time they they've like tried to expand it, mm. it hasn't worked very well. Like Invincible Universe was okay, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah. 'Cause those those characters are interesting, but they're all uh interesting because of the fact that they're in Invincible. Does that make sense?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Without Invincible, they're kind of not as interesting as they are yeah, when they're, they're interacting with him. No, nah, I get it. Yeah.
1: Like Rex Rexplode. <laughs> that's a great that's a great invincible character, but I, I have no interest in reading Rexplode, the comic series.
0: Uh, did you ever read uh, Irredeemable?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 and Unstoppable.
0: Uh, yeah, I was a big fan of that one. I feel you, read like I un, you
1: read Unstoppable too, right? Uh, I read like
0: half. It's incorruptible. Incorruptible,
1: um, that's right.
0: Yeah, I read like half of that series. And then when they announced that Irredeemable was ending, and then I feel like Irredeemable kind of shit the bed at the end. My, uh, sort of my motivation fell off.
1: Yeah. Keep reading. Yeah, that was so good. For a while, their image, image was fucking just destroying it. Yeah. I just wish there was a way to like, uh, find a happy medium. Mm -hmm. So image is so good because of the fact that, you know, they have all their rules about uh, creators own their shit and can take it and leave, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that attitude, while it's great for creators and stuff, mm-hmm. it's what prevents them from doing cool shared universe shit. Yeah. But all the companies that can do cool shared universe shit treat their creators like crap
0: yeah yeah it's a fucking horrible it's like a catch 22 sort of situation
1: yeah i feel like there should be a middle ground
0: <laughs> yeah because like uh invincible has done some interesting crossover stuff it's never done uh, from what i've remembered they haven't done like a f- super full like company-wide like crossover yeah, But then like the Savage Dragon will guest star or something, which would be interesting. But yeah.
1: I love Savage
0: Dragon. <laughs> um, all right. So you got anything else? Anything you want to recommend comic-wise since we were sort of talking about um,
1: that? The only... I'm trying to think. So obviously the old stuff. Anything by Alan Moore. But, um,
0: uh, I don't know about that.
1: As far as stuff in the last few years... I hate Fairyland.
0: Oh, Scotty Young
1: is yeah. so worth a uh, fucking once-over because even even if you can't get into the uh, the story and stuff, man, that art's amazing. Even even with the the digital coloring and shit, it's still awesome.
0: No. Yeah. Uh, did you know he lives in Peoria?
1: I did not. Yeah,
0: Scotty Young lives in Peoria. We actually oh, uh, used to hang out a lot, and then. We don't anymore. Huh. Weird.
1: Well, well, if you're in any contact with him, tell him I thought his comic book was cool as shit. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I haven't read it. I've, I really liked all of his Wizard of Oz stuff, though.
1: Oh, my God. The first, the first cover is the little girl holding the bloody axe, standing on top of a mound of bodies. Mm. and if you look at the mound of bodies like it's clearly a bunch of like recognized like savage dragons like poking out
0: yeah (laughs) yeah the funny thing is he actually told me and randy the idea for this book like years upon years ago yeah uh but it was a little different it was supposed to be a little boy instead of a little girl and uh but he was still doing like all this marvel stuff and then uh Suddenly, yeah, because the stations. I hate Fairyland, and it's he changed it to a girl, and then you know, revamped a bunch of stuff, and yeah. So huh. it's been doing really well. I need to check it out at some point, but I pretty much haven't read comic anything comic related for a long time.
1: Maybe it's it's worth it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was really into Saga and stuff too when I sort of jumped off the bandwagon. So I need to get back on it weird. Uh all right, so if you uh enjoyed our conversation about Justice League, you should check out uh the Midnight Podcast or the Midnight Drive-In Podcast <laughs> where we talk about weird and cult exploitation horror type movies that sometimes go from the super crazy to uh we did a Fred Savage episode for no real reason, and that seemed to be one of our best episodes. I was,
1: I was getting ready to say, from Melting the Homeless to Fred Savage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, stop by, check that out. Um, head up geeknerdery.com. There's all kinds of podcasts up there. Uh, yeah, and uh, you should subscribe. We got a master feed, so if you like all of our podcasts, you can just subscribe to one feed and they all show up, or you can subscribe to them individually. Doesn't matter. And if you ever want to email us for whatever, even though this show's pretty irregular, uh geeknerdery at gmail.com and geeknerdery on Twitter and Facebook. Well, thank you, Noah. Thanks for uh chatting about Justice League. I wish we would have had a better movie to talk about, but
1: <laughs> any any excuse to talk about comic book stuff. <laughs> <any excuse. laughs>
0: All right. Uh, like I said, make sure to stop by com and find out what your geeknurdery is.